Welcome to Brothers King Talk. My name is Samuel. And I'm JP, and uh, we're taking our time machine back in time to 1987 today. Uh, Samuel, how are you doing this fine evening? I am doing really good. I am content. Um, I'm excited. We're kind of wrapping up. So for those a little behind the curtain for everyone, we always do these in batches um, where we do like two or three songs at a time we record. And tonight we're kind of wrapping up our last three tracks of the 80s. And I really enjoyed the 80s. Um, I think there's been some boring parts I haven't enjoyed as much. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to kind of get through this decade and see what happens moving forward. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited to, to finish up the 80s. So we're definitely feeling out, you know, we're, we're wrapping up kind of uh, the previous generation, uh, I feel like, for from our, and then we're about to move into the 90s. And so I was, I was born in the 90s, and uh, that wasn't quite the music I grew up with, but I definitely have a much better frame of reference for, culturally speaking, about the music from the 90s and obviously the 2000s and onward. Um, but uh, it's just, it's just good to be back. I mean, we, we haven't done uh, a recording in a while for, for those of you who, uh, don't know, or for, if, if I had called it out, I don't know if I did. Um, uh, my wife had our first child and I took some time to, uh, kind of get acclimated and make sure she's healthy and happy and everything like that. And so, uh, I think it's been enough time for me to be away from the microphone and, I'm super stoked to be back, and we are uh, hopefully going to be a lot more regular for the next, uh, who knows, you know, for the next long time, hopefully. Yeah, at least until we get to 2020. <laughs> right. Well, they've already released 2021. I checked the <laughs> I checked our, our list this morning, and I was like, they've already got 2021? I didn't even know the song. I was, I was, okay. I have no idea who it was. It's going to be interesting if we ever start getting up to like when we finally catch the modern times. It's going to be so surreal. I know, yeah. It's yeah. I normally I, I feel like I have a good idea of of these songs and and who they are and what they represented, but um, there's gonna there's been a few where I've just been like I don't even know who the artist is and I don't know who I don't know what the song is about. I've never I feel like I've never heard it before, but um, you know where we're starting things off with tonight. It's got to be fun fact for 1987, right? Well, yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say it's got to be a this has got to be a very uh, unique and memorable song for a lot of people. But before we can kick into that, uh, I do have a fun fact. July 27th, 1987. This is when uh, Rick Astley releases the song Never Gonna Give You Up. Uh, Not. The number one song for the year, unfortunately, but it is certainly a song that has been memed into eternity. Uh, probably, I would say now, in retrospect, probably more popular than the song that we're going to be talking about tonight. I would agree. I, it's just one of those songs like it's it's like a it's like a uh, a rite of passage to be rickrolled <laughs> at some point. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I, I definitely, I think it is fair to say, however, uh, both of the songs that we're talking, well, so Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up and the song we're going to be talking about tonight, which is, by the way, 1987's Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles, 
both of those have been made fun of on Family Guy. Just just a random fun fact about that. Both of them have been made fun of on that show. Fair enough. I uh, See, I'm, I'm not a big Family Guy fan. And this song, I had never heard about before. Um, so the the Bengals, like, I was surprised to see that they were an all-girl group, which I'm all for. That's awesome. Um, I just had never heard of them before, and I haven't really heard of them since. Um, and this song, I wasn't sure if it was going to be like a novelty song or if it was going to be like I expected it to be kind of a new wave thing because um when I saw the Bengals my first thought was and I forget their name now there's a another group with a similar name that did video killed the radio star the Bungles I think oh okay I yeah so I, I thought maybe it was that group so I was a, a little bit surprised by this one so I'll go ahead and hop into my kind of opening thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, there is my, I always like to write like a sentence of my first time listening to it. Just kind of give my, where my head is. And there's something oddly almost prog rock about this song. Um, mm-hmm. It like reminds me a bit of like Genesis around the, this a- air. Okay. Um, also, I, I watched this music video on YouTube and according to the YouTube comments, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures fans have officially laid claim to this song. <laughs> I have no idea what's up with that. I just know I just it's like 20 comments. That's yeah. all people are talking about. That is hilarious. I so I I'm a big anime fan. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has been one of the shows that is on my list to watch. I just haven't gotten around to it because from what I've seen and from what I what I know about the fan group, it's uh you are once you jump in you are head first and you can't get out and i just don't know if i'm ready for that quite yet but that's hilarious i i had no idea that this song would have any connection to jojo's bizarre adventure which that is so funny i did i that's hilarious i I just i don't even know what to say about that (laughs) i i was not expecting it but um so i just found that really interesting and kind of funny um so that was just kind of my opening first impressions of it is this is like a kind of prog rock, slightly bizarre song. Um, fittingly that it's now uh, linked to a kind of bizarre anime. What was your opening mm-hmm. thoughts on it? I, you know, this song is interesting. I mean, interesting, not necessarily the best way. <laughs> uh, you know, this is a track that a lot of people like myself n- I knew this track and I knew this melody before I even realized it. But that being said, the title of the song and the dance that goes with it make no sense. Um, You know, just so the melody is very, I mean, it's very earwormy, you know, you know, that's a very bad rendition of the, of the thing, but you know, no, that was pretty good. I liked it. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> so at first glance, I, for me, I felt like this song, uh, just at first glance, I really felt like this song only seems to be good because it can get stuck in your head so quickly and so easily. But I would guess probably no one 
knows the actual lyrics. They they know the 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 tune and they can hum along to it and all that fun stuff. But I doubt anyone actually could say, "Oh yeah, no, I can sing along to that." And that's that was just probably the first thing I came up with after listening to some of the lyrics and how absolutely just nonsense they are. It seems crazy. I will have some opinions on the lyrics. I'll give you in a minute. But first, um, let's. I guess let's let's talk about the the lyric or the music. So um, the music is is more interesting um, than what I thought it was going to be. I was not expecting this. Like I said, I thought this was going to be kind of a, a light new wave thing. And as I said, it it reminded me a bit of like Genesis poppy prog rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like Genesis a lot. So I appreciate the guitar taking a backseat to a good bass line. Mm-hmm. Um, bass is an instrument I, I have a, a fondness for. And all the sound effects adding in give it kind of this bizarre and goofy sound that, honestly, this this is like a, uh, what I think this is, this is a roller rink song. Mm. Um, especially in the 80s. Roller rinks were like huge, right? Yeah. In 80s and 90s. And I can just see this being played at a roller rink. And the the sounds and the music just kind of gives it this fun, goofy, I'm just chilling with my friends vibe. And I think that's that's kind of cool. That's that's my impression on the music at least. You know, I, I can see where you're coming from with that, but you know, for for me, I just felt like it was it was almost it's so interesting to think of how simplistic music was at one time. You know, this song has a really good melodic riff, but the problem is, is that's it, right? It's got one melodic riff. The verses have it, the chorus has it, the lyrics, the melody, the vocal melody, everything has this one line. And I just sang it just a second ago. That's the entire song, just repeating. And it honestly feels to me like someone came up with this riff and was just like, we don't need anything else. This is the song. This is it. We don't need anything else. And they just ran with it. You know, it is catchy, but it it barely counts. At, you know, things like a guitar solo, if you could even call it a solo. I really don't feel like a guitar just being louder than the rest of the, the band is considered a solo. Uh, I just felt like it was so repetitive because once you hit that, like, that's it. That's the entire song. And it just repeats over and over and over. And that, I don't know. I, I am not a fan for, and, and I mentioned this in a lot of other songs where it just feels like one riff and that's the entire track. And it just kind of, I don't know. It just kind of bores me. It's, it's like, is there anything else? That's fair. I, I think you have to. It depends on your mindset going in. What you what are you expecting from this? Mm. Um, and so here's my kind of final thesis on this song. Mostly stems from the lyrics. Because I agree, it is simplistic. Though I think the kind of bizarre sound effects and stuff, and the bass taking front stage, does make the music a little interesting for me. Mm. Um, so the lyrics, so far as I can tell, the lyrics are just nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. But nonsense is not necessarily bad i think there's the stigma especially around art and culture where if it's not high art or it's not saying something interesting (laughs) then it's inherently bad 
And I think there is something to be had and something even good to be found in just um, the the audacity, the um, ludicrous kind of art of this is just kind of dumb, but it's like a escapism. Like I'm like, okay, best example I come up with is the film Tommy Boy. Um, mm. Chris Farley, Kevin Spade, um, David Spade, David Spade. Yes, sorry. And the <laughs> film is nonsense, right? Like it's yeah. it has a little bit of heart, but it's mostly just the two of them riffing on each other. Mm-hmm. I love that film. I know there's no great art merit to it, I but I find it just a fun, relaxing ride. Sure. So this song boils down to, hey, you know that funny Egyptian painting and those dance everyone has done for at least the past forty years. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And I have no confirmation if this song invented that Egyptian dance or if it existed before. I just assume it's like existed before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because, you know, everyone's done that Egyptian dance since they were like little kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like, just like that Egyptian uh, sound effect, the kind of strings. Yeah, yeah. And what I think the song may ultimately be saying is... No matter what we do, um, it's good just to cut loose every once in a while and have some cheesy fun, you know, because um, the Hondar song is this person and that person. They walk like an Egyptian. Isn't that funny? And every <laughs> once in a while, it's good just to cut back and have some cheesy, good, clean fun. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's it's I see where you're going with that. And I see the the your it, it's. It's very, I don't want to be like, you know, it's, it's, it's more than being childlike because you're right. There is something to be said about being able to have a song that's just, you know, the lyrics are pointless and you could just turn off your brain and just be like, oh, this is nice. Uh, I think of, so the, the first thing that I think about when I hear lyrics like this, when there's no rhyme or reason, it reminds me of the song called The Impression That I Get by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Uh, Muddy Muddy Boss Tones were a ska band, early uh, 2000s, 1990s, that type of era. And the best comparison that I can make is a meme that I saw. And that is, ska music is what an 11-year-old kid hears when they find out that they're getting extra mozzarella sticks. It's like, just... I've seen that meme and I relate to it every time. (laughs) Right, it's like, it's just, this is what's happening in my brain when I find out something really awesome is happening. And I, I get it, I suppose, but I don't know. You know, this, it's got no rhyme or reason, but the song has um, very little depth. Uh, you know, everything just feels very pointless. Uh, I feel like it's a very similar to a song that I also don't like very much, uh, Sugar Sugar by the Archies. I feel like that is a good example of another song that doesn't have any meaning to it. And although this, I think this song is a little bit better than Sugar Sugar, um, I definitely feel like this has no point to its lyrics and they just feel very, they don't mean anything, you know, they, but see, the thing is, this is the other thing that I want to make a reference to Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Uh, The impression that I get was a song that was written intentionally. The lyrics are intentionally not supposed to make sense. If you actually look at the lyrics to that song, it they they don't make sense, and they the band has said, yeah, that was intentional. We don't have any 
any rhyme or reason to any of these lyrics. But with this song, it just feels like they were going for something. You're right. Like, oh, that person walks like Egyptian. You know, that that they're doing that funny walk. Isn't that funny? It, but it doesn't feel it doesn't come off that way for me, I think. Um, and, and it's it's very weird. <laughs> Not to mention, um, I, and I mean, I, we, I mentioned this before when we were just kind of chatting. Um, this is a song that I truly feel like was created because they had an idea for a music video. It wasn't most of the time music videos are created for the song. I feel like the music video came first and the song came after. And that's why we got the song that we have. All right. So um, I, I have a feeling we're going to have differentiating ratings on this. So just just hit me hard. So maybe I can give us a little positivity at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I made the reference to Sugar Sugar. It's probably not a good thing. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I went into this track with high hopes because, you know, songs like Manic Monday. Uh, but this track felt like a wipeout, and I have no idea how it made it to number one. You know, yeah, it's got a good earworm, but I've listened to it a handful of times, and I feel sick. Uh, well, not sick, literally, but sick of the song. Um, now, I know it's not the main part of the review, but I also can't really stand the dance. I, it's just, it, it's just, I don't know. It's just not great. I don't, I, I don't know. That could just be me. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so I hit this song hard. I gave it a 0.5 in the music quality uh, because, I mean, you're right. It's earwormy, and it's just enough to get you hooked, but that's it. If there was more to it, I could probably give this a higher rating, but because it's just that one line, nothing else, 0.5. Uh, lyrics, I've made my point very clear. The lyrics don't mean anything, so they don't get anything. Zero. And then um, for the overall, how it holds up, overall song, you know, I had to get it a zero because I just felt like this song, I don't know. The Bengals had such better music. I don't know how this song got to number one. Uh, so that's a total of 0.5 out of nine. I find it interesting you mentioned Sugar Sugar because I'm pretty sure we had a very similar conversation back when we reviewed that song <laughs> um, yeah. about, you know, just uh, ridiculousness versus substance. Right, yeah. So for me, for me personally, this song exists as neither good nor bad. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just some cheesy fun to get you through your goofy day, right? Um, and that's how I view this song as just innocent sure. kind of childlike fun. Um, there are better children's songs. I mean, we've even reviewed like Joy to the World by Three Dog Night was a far better mm -hmm. children's song. Oh, but so good. this one is just, um, you know, it just it exists and I'm OK with that. And I am. Um, I think if you had to like listen to it nonstop on the radio for a year straight, yeah, that would probably get old. But every once in a while, popping up my playlist, I don't mind it so much. So music, I give it two. Like you said, super catchy uh, hook that this is how you make hooks. Um, and I find all the fun little sound effects interesting. Like I said, I like the bass. 
Uh, lyrics, mm-hmm. I give a one and a half. I am all for just being ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous. And mm-hmm. overall, I give this a one and a half because I think this song, um, and part of it is we do live in the age of the internet. You know, because of the internet, we can kind of recapture bits of history and claim it for our modern day. Just like mm-hmm. you know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures claimed the song somehow. Yeah. So I think overall, it's still stick. It's still worth having in pop culture in some format. So I give it one and a half. So for a total, it's a uh, five out of nine. So significantly higher than yours. Uh, just yeah, as a fun nonsense but I, song. I see where you're going with that, and I definitely, you know, I this is definitely not in the same vein of Sugar Sugar, in which this song, you're right, it's out there, it exists. And I don't feel bad about that. Um, whereas with Sugar Sugar, it's that was more of a song where I'm just like, did that song really need to be out? Did that song really need to be released? I don't think so. Um, but you're right. This this is definitely a track that it's out there. It's going to be playing from time to time. I might not love it, and I might not be the one to play it. But it's definitely not a song that I you know just outright dislike. That's fair. All right, guys. Well, we've had so much fun. Um, thank you for sticking with us for a few extra minutes so we catch up on history. Once again, my name is Samuel. And I'm JP. And as always, this has been a Brothers King Media production. <laughs>